Hello, Howlers, and welcome to the latest episode of Hell's Kitchen Cast, Men with Fear. I am Kingpin Chaos, and joining me tonight, the one, the only, the ever-patient Agent Andy Ant-Man Urquhart. How you doing, Agent? Yes, good. Yes, yeah, been been busy this week, but... Only took about 20 minutes to get this fucking show going with, me, with my fuck-ups. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. I, I, I've never, I've never been that bad with the intro. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned at the end of the episode yeah. if you want to hear the outtakes, folks. <laughs> wow. So, what's up, Andy? What have you been up to? Oh, good. Been, been busy catching Pokemon, been at weddings, upgrading my PS4 hard drive. Nice. All, all fun, exciting things. Nothing really in the way of Marvel stuff, though. To be honest. <sighs> Oh, I, I have a Marvel news, or slightly Marvel news. Uh, the first sales started on the Disney Infinity characters this week, the closeouts. Okay. Mm. Um, I picked up. I don't think I got. A, I don't think I got a Marvel character. I don't think uh, the only one that I saw there was Vision, and he was still fourteen dollars. So um, mm. I may as well hold up about him. Yeah. I picked up a few Star Wars figures. I think I got Minnie Mouse. I got Spot from the Good Dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were like three bucks a piece. Mm. Oh well, that's very cheap. Yeah, so I, I I grabbed a bunch of those. I actually I think I hit two stores, and um, 
but the, you know that's about the only Marvel thing I can think of this weekend. And we're not talking Pokemon Go on this show. If you want to hear our thoughts on Pokemon <laughs> Go, you can listen to Andy and Allie ramble about it for an hour on this week's 42 Level 1, and you can hear me rant about it on the B-Team podcast. <laughs> we're not getting into that thing. In short, Andy likes it, and Allie likes it. Pep doesn't. <laughs> no. So... <laughs> Um, did I do anything else this weekend? I went. To, I went to went to a new restaurant. Did some shopping. Bl- blew up my hedge trimmer. <laughs> nice. I, w- I was trimming the hedges, and it caught the metal wire thing that the rosebush hooks onto to support mm-hmm. it. And yeah, uh, that locked the thing up, and all of a sudden, uh, smoke starts coming out of the engine. And I was like, "Okay, this thing is done." (laughs) (laughs) A new one. (laughs) Yeah, time for a new one. That's the one that almost took off my finger a couple years ago, so it had it coming to it. All right. So I'm glad it blew up. Yeah, (laughs) it's you getting your own back. (laughs) Six six stitches through the fingernail is not fun. Let me tell you. No. Wow, so. I I did get um I did get bitten to hell by midges at the weekend at the wedding I was at. Mm-hmm. You, you you maybe don't get you in fact you probably don't get midges over there but they are vicious little buggers. Oh okay. Like they, bugs they or they, they, yeah little little bugs. um okay Scottish little bee thing that swarms around and uh, bites the living hell out of you. Like by the by the end of the night, it was like common little red spots everywhere. <laughs> That's why I don't like outdoor weddings, Andy. Yeah, it was a it was a very good time. I had I had a good laugh. Well, all right. So we're we're up to date on you and I. I think we need to get up to date on the Marvel Universe. What is happening over there, Andy? Uh, well, in the comics, they've decided to kill off your character. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> saw this story. I said, holy shit. Yeah. But, I mean, they kill off, these, they kill off the comic book. I, I, I don't know if we want to mention it because it's not actually been in the comics yet. Marvel's announced it, which is a bit weird. But um, it's it's a weird one for them to kill off. Anyway, but, I mean, they've killed off many characters before. Like Caps died. Like... Spider-Man's died, and they always come back. Yeah, so they'll be back sooner or later. I, I'll, I'll not say who it is at the moment, just because I know we do have like some people that do read the comic books uh, up to date. But and they probably have, although you might not be able to read this news because it's like all over the internet at the moment. But. I, I think it's safe because I think the issue is out today. Okay, so um, I, if you don't want to hear this. Fast forward five minutes, but um, this is your last warning. Three, two, one. They have they have uh, Hawkeye shoot Bruce Banner with an arrow to the head and kill him. Yep. Which is pretty hardcore, <laughs> for one. But um, I believe in a previous issue, like, uh, Bruce had said to Hawkeye to take him out if he was going to. Uh, turn into Hulk again. So he's, he's usually though, like when uh, somebody tries to to kill him, he just talks up. It's fine. 
Yeah, but if he didn't know it was coming, mm. and you know, uh, and it, and you know, it's a quote-unquote mercy killing. I just, mm. I just really don't. I don't know where they're going with the Marvel universe at this point, and I don't like where they're going. I mean, yeah, I, I can't. Agree. This isn't even fun anymore. I mean, you're taking. Iconic characters and your quote-unquote pillars of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and replacing them with unknowns. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know anything about the Totally Awesome Hulk other than that he sucks in Marvel Puzzle Quest. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know anything well, about the character itself, but you have a 15-year-old well, MIT... A uh, girl as Iron Man. Mm. I, I, is the real Thor uh, yeah, back I, yet? He is. I believe he's on his way back in some form, um, very soon. Like I don't know if he's coming back as Thor or, or what he's doing, but they, he is on the way back now. Um, Cap. Well, I guess they fixed it. He's not a member of Hydra, but I mean. <laughs> I, I, I just I just don't get it, and I just don't. Uh, are we just changing it because we need diversity? I understand. I, I understand the need for diversity. Comics aren't read by young white males only anymore. They and technically, uh, for a while, I, I, I think it's the the young white the young white part probably. Uh, hasn't been true for 40, 50 years. I think kids uh, or boys of all ages read comic books. All ages, all all races. I don't think the race has ever been um, proper. You know, it wasn't just white, young white boys. Yeah. I think girls uh, reading comic books is more of a newer phenomenon and them mm -hmm. becoming a bigger part of the audience i think that's more of a more recent trend but that doesn't mean i i mean that doesn't mean you have to get rid of tony stark steve rogers uh you know peter parker the these are these are the heroes that made your universe mm, yeah absolutely you know, instead of replacing them, I don't think there's a... Uh, is there a white guy left in the Marvel Universe now? <laughs> well, uh, I'm not as... Yeah, guy. okay. For now. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, while diversity is good, we don't need to replace the iconic characters with new versions. What we need to do is have new characters. So totally agree agree more like i think them making uh i think her name's is riri mm -hmm. the the girl that's going to be the new iron man i think making her like iron man is doing a bit of a disservice to her because i mean like she seems like an interesting character and they could have given her her own superhero identity easily yeah andy you're cutting out, be, you're cutting like, out a lot tonight i don't know what's happening there but uh, I don't know. Are you still downloading stuff on your PlayStation? Mm, no, I think it's all done. Okay, I don't know. You, you're 
it's a bad connection tonight to an extent. We'll keep going. Mm. Okay. Yeah, give me one second. Um, but yeah, the uh, I think she could have been a great character, right, with a new superhero identity. Mm-hmm. And uh, just having her be Iron Man is a bit weird, especially because it's like Iron Man. No. And I believe the comic book is, I can't remember what the, sub, the subtext is for it, but it's like something Iron, Iron Man. Yeah. So, how does that work? <laughs> I mean, you can give her her own suit of armor. You know, Rhodey got his own suit. Mm. Yep. And became War Machine. Actually, well, he was substitute Iron Man for a little bit, but I, I, I just don't get it. And I, I don't think I want to get it. I, I think... Uh, I, I, I just... Do, change for change's sake... I, I can understand things get stale, things get stagnant. You need to uh, change things up to an extent. But at the same time... These char- you know, these are the characters we grow, grew up and loved. And... Putting somebody else in the suit or making somebody else Cap- Captain America, Spider-Man, uh, the Hulk, whatever. It's, it, to me, it's just not the same. I don't want to read about uh, Totally Ass Hulk, you know? I mean, I, I don't know this. What's his name? Cho? I don't know his first name. Amadeus Cho? I could care less about Amadeus Cho. I, you know, I enjoyed Bruce Banner. My favorite Hulk stories of all time are the Mister Fix It uh, series, uh, when the Hulk turned gray and was uh, was smart. Andy, I'm hearing PlayStation music. Yeah, it was still downloading Warframe. Oh. <laughs> That's what it was. Okay. So hopefully that will clean up. All right. Well, I, I I think you missed my rant there, but uh, basically, no, no, I, could, I could still hear okay. you. Okay. Yeah. So basically, I I just I think you are alien. While I understand you want to grow your audience and uh, bring new people people into the fold and have them read comics and have uh, a more diverse universe, I think you're alienating the old guard. The people that have been with you for 10, 20, 30, 40 years. I've been, you know, I, I've been reading comic books for about 40, over 40 years now. Mm. And I, I, I just don't think, you know, this is my Marvel universe anymore. No, to- totally agree. I mean, it discourages me from wanting to pick up and read the, the newer comic books, and I'll just stick to reading the old stuff and uh, watching the shows because they are mm-hmm. doing the Marvel Universe properly. Mm-hmm. The shows and the and obviously the uh, the movies and whatnot. I mean, are you setting up Phase Three? Because you, I don't think so. You you would think well, may, and hopefully these are all quote unquote temporary storylines. But mm, um, yeah. and and maybe some of the characters stick, you know. Spider Gwen stuck. I think She Thor stuck mm. to an extent. Um, mm. The, but 
are, are you know what are you set you know because we obviously we all know that at the end of we're in, we are in phase three at the end of phase three more than likely uh helmsworth evans and uh, downey are probably done hmm. more than likely i mean who yeah. knows marvel can throw money you know tons of money at the disney disney money at them and uh keep them around if they want to do it but uh that's so maybe that's what they're is maybe that's what they're setting up but are people going to come to the theater to see iron girl mm, probably not or well, totally I mean, ass you <laughs> if it's in the mcu we're gonna watch it so we'll be there we'll be there but <laughs> I, I, but and we'll probably shit all over it <laughs> I, because, I don't because it isn't tony Stark's. yeah not at the moment anyway so i don't know so killing the hulk mm. uh, i mean there's grant granted there's a few different hulks around uh but i i don't know it's just dumb and i'm sure it will be retconned within a year or two because i i, I have i just have no idea what marvel's doing these days weird things is what marvel's doing weird things <laughs> Okay, move, move, moving on from that. Um, remember the uh, Hellfire TV show that got announced? Mm-hmm. Yep. Cancelled. Cancelled, not happening. <laughs> really? Yep, it's been canned before it even got off the ground. <laughs> like, okay, well, Did they that say was the only why? announced. Like, uh, I, no, they didn't. They just said that it's no longer going forward. And instead... Um, Fox and Marvel are making a new show, which uh, is untitled at the moment, and it's going to be like an, an adventure series. And they've said that it's going to focus on two ordinary parents who discover their children possess mutant powers. Uh, they're forced to go on the run from a hostile government, and the family joins up with an underground network of mutants and must fight to survive. Okay, so how? Are, well, I guess that kind of ties into the expectation that we expect some type of or no this fox is doing this correct and that's what i'm guessing yeah so this is a this is a collaboration between marvel television and 20th century fox television okay so first of all i'm going to guess that the hellfire uh series is being canceled probably because they realize that period pieces just don't do well on network television well, yeah, after Agent Carter. Yeah. While we enjoyed at least season one of Agent Carter, um, it never did well in the ratings. And I don't think most period piece fantasy things do that well on network television. Hmm. Would it work on Netflix? Um, or not Netflix, sci fi? Maybe. FX? Maybe. Um,. F FX would have been a good place for the Hellfire Club because it's a little more edgy and they can get away with a little bit more. And I kind of consider the uh, Hellfire Club risque to an extent, mm -hmm. and especially the White mm -hmm. Queen's outfit. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, Emma Frost just, you know, rocked that outfit. Um, so I, th I, 
that it may have worked over there. This sounds more like they're leaning towards the Morlocks. Yeah, that's kind of what people have been talking about. There might be a, a, in relation to the Morlocks. Um, the one thing that's kind of interesting to me about this is that as Marvel Television collaborating with them, which obviously Marvel Television is responsible for making Shield and uh, Daredevil and Jessica Jones, Defenders, all that sort of stuff. So, I'd, but it's unclear at this point whether or not this is going to be in the MCU or the X Men universe mm-hmm. or where it fits in amongst this, if it's in its own thing or, or whatever. Um, Jeff Loeb is um, one of the uh, executive producers on it. That's odd because he's not with the Marvel Television anymore. He's with he's Marvel. He's in charge of the movie stuff. Or is Jeff? No, Jeff Loeb's still at television. He's still at television. I thought uh, Loeb took over the movies and Ike Perlmutter was still uh, was running the television end. Well, I mean, Ike is still in charge of the television and Marvel overall. It's like Marvel Studios is the separate company and Kevin Feige's in charge okay, of it. Okay, Fe- Feige's in charge of the movies. That's right. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Be it. Hey, uh, the Morl- I, I always enjoyed the Morlock stories. I think they kind of went off the I- rails at some point, but... Mm. I can't say I've ever read the Morlocks. Never come across them ever. Really, they. I I remember a, some storylines uh, in the late '80s, early '90s. Caliban was uh, the big, was probably the most uh, popular of the Morlocks, and they were a bunch of mutants that basically lived in the sewers of New York. Okay, but interesting. Um, I will be interested to see how, how it pans out, and I, mm. I would like it to be an MCU. I don't know that I'm that interested in it if it's not. Well, I think within the next, as we're slowly seeing, I think everybody, everything is going to get folded into MCU mm-hmm. at some point. I, you know, Fox will come around. Uh, there will be an Avengers X Men movie probably in Phase Four. Um, yes, so that that will kind of tie into our, our uh, next news story that, mm-hmm. we'll, that we'll talk about. Um, there's some, I mean, we've spoken about this before, and there's been rumors floating around for years now about uh, the about Fox and Marvel come to some sort of deal where they can incorporate the X Men into the MCU in some some way, whether it be folding the existing universe into it or uh, just putting the characters in there in some way, shape, or form. It has been suggested through a relatively reliable source who's got things right before about uh, Marvel things. That at Comic Con, um, Marvel is going to announce that they have entered into a partnership with Fox to bring the X Men into the MCU in some form. The X Men. Oh, sorry, are- the, not the not the X Men. Fantastic um, Four. I'm talking absolute nonsense. The Fantastic Four, not the X Men at all. No. Forget that I said anything about X Men and replace it. every time I said X Men with Fantastic Four. Though. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Fox has to realize they basically screwed up the Fantastic Four. They've had multiple shots at it. They've never done it right. Um, I still haven't seen that movie. I keep meaning to see if it's on Netflix or something and watch it there Um, Mm -hmm. because I really don't want to pay for it. But um, (laughs) 
I, I would prefer that they got, you know, they basically bought them out somehow and just took it over entirely. But hey, baby steps, I guess. Um, so what, what do you think they would they would do then? Just a, a movie with the the Fantastic Four? Yeah, I think I think you see them uh, phase four. You may see mm-hmm. maybe there will be. And apparent because I I honestly don't know. We know the Infinity War is coming in some form, but they're not calling it Infinity War anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, so what I could see is, and you know, with the various gems involved, the universe is going to be altered, and so that maybe these two universes are. Uh, you know, kind of crisis of infinite earths mashed together mm-hmm. or something like that. So that are even secret. I guess that's what kind of what happened in secret wars too. Um, and ultimatum, they did that as well with the, uh, with the, uh, ultimate universe. Okay. They kind of, they mashed it into the, uh, and that's, well, that's kind of what Marvel's did just now in the comic books. They've mashed the, uh, ultimate universe into the six, one, six, one. Okay. So, I, I think we see, uh, you know, I could see something like that happening. And, you know, that is your way of kind of bookending the MCU that we've known, phases one, two, and three. Hmm. And then with phase four, bringing in, uh, you'll, you, you'll have Spider-Man, you know, there, but maybe you get a Miles Morales as well. Maybe you get a Spider-Gwen movie, who knows. Uh, that's all over at Sony, and they can do whatever the hell they want with the Spider ca- uh, characters. Um, maybe, but this is how you bring the Fantastic Four in. Could Reed Richards or The Thing or somebody be in the Infinity War? They are huge Marvel characters and huge players um, in in cataclysmic events. Reed Richards is usually on the tech side, the thing is usually featured in uh most of these events in some form or mm. another um you know in Invi- human torch and invisible woman you really don't need them in the in-, in the infinity war movies to any extent because you know because you it would it's more of a read and th- uh thing mm. uh it would be a good place to at least have them at least cameo in the mm. movie um and that but you know the ma- that's where you kind of mash it together and then with phase 4 you can bring it you you can start with your x-men whether how much of uh, the continuity you take over from uh the fox movies remains to be seen and you can set up uh avengers versus x-men probably either at the end of phase 4 or sometime in phase 5 hmm I would, I would like to see that. I mean, the comic book Avengers vs. X-Men wasn't that good, but I think it could be a really good movie. Like, it would work almost better as a movie than it does as a comic book. I honestly haven't read it, so I don't know, but, uh, you, you know, that's what people want to see. Yeah, yeah. It's the next big kind of thing that people are like, so, no Spider-Man's in? What about the X-Men and the Fantastic Four? Um, but I like I do think that that's probably the most likely thing that's going to happen. That the Fantastic Four will just be introduced into the MCU. They'll do this a similar deal to what they've done with Spider-Man with Sony, and uh, that's probably what will happen. 
Personally, I would love to see them do a Fantastic Four TV show. Like a proper, like, big budget TV show. Like, on the. Because, I mean, we've seen that it can work for a superhero TV show to do well and still remain faithful to the comic book origins. Like, look at The Flash. Yep. And Marvel's Marvel's got to have. have I mean, people at Marvel have, have clearly seen The Flash and went, oh, Flash is doing good. It's a good, it's a good fucking show. Like they could do that with a Fantastic Four. No Marvel problem. Network TV is failing. Okay, mm. and and yes, this show is called Agents of Shield cast, and we are uh, <laughs> huge fans of Agents of Shield. But and but the two shows that Marvel has had on network t- television, Agents of Shield and uh, Agent Carter, have failed. For the most part, they th- their numbers are mediocre at best, mediocre to poor. Uh, they haven't done what the fans really want, which is uh, bring in character, uh, bring in a lot of characters from the Marvel universe. It's a it, you know it's all. St- stuff on the side it's a side story at best mm. you mm. you bring up flash uh i don't know if you've had a chance yet over the summer to start watching supergirl but you should because you know yeah. that becomes part of the flash universe next uh season at two um but uh the amount of dc characters that show up in supergirl is impressive as well I mean, mm-hmm. you you have the Martian Manhunter, you have Black Orchid. I'm doing these off the top of my head. Uh, you have a ton of uh, fairly mainstream DC villains showing up as well uh, along the way. And yes, they've 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 had some. They've altered. You know, you know, it's the television universe. It's not the uh, comic. It's not. Earth One, exactly. But uh, they've done a great job of uh, doing what we doing what we want in a superhero show, and Marvel has not done that on network television. Now, the Netflix series, uh, they still don't do that to any extent. But they, you know, they are extremely high-quality television shows. And compare, yeah. you know, compare uh, Shield compared to Daredevil and Jessica Jones is a popcorn flick. <laughs> kind of true, yeah. yeah. So, um, if Marvel uh, could Fantastic Four work, yeah. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot. That's an expensive show to create, though. There's a lot of CG there. Um, so that, that one, while I like the idea, I'm not sure that's the one that, uh, they would be best suited for television. Hmm. I, I think Fantastic Four, especially with the, you know, uh, especially if you go cosmic, uh, is better suited for a good two and a half hour uh, blockbuster movie. 
Yep. Um, I, I think I'd just love to see it as a TV show. Yeah. Hey, I, we watch anything Marvel. Come on. <laughs> Except Damage Control. I am not doing a podcast on Damage Control. Well, they've cancelled that anyway. They're not. For the, they've pretty much cancelled that. It's as far as I know, it's been shelved. Thank God. But yeah, I think I think that got shelved at the same time as the most wanted one. And see that that could, that could have been interesting. They had some good characters, uh, but all right, let's move on. We're not going to discuss old news. Okay, so the, the other um, article that you had sent me was uh, about six actresses shortlisted for the uh, She-Hulk Netflix yeah. series. Yeah. But I don't think this has actually been officially announced, has it? I was reading this article, and I even said to my wife, I said, because she keeps up on this stuff, probably even more so than I do, mm. that um, Netflix had confirmed a She-Hulk series and like i don't remember i don't recall seeing that we would have discussed that and she she goes yeah she didn't rec- uh remember uh, she'd never heard anything either so but it it is a cool list and it's it's worth kind of going through just as a kind of a wish list yeah yeah i, t- I totally agree we'll, we'll definitely go through it but um as far as i'm aware marvel and netflix have not announced the she hulk series up to this point there was like a lot of sites reported this Three mm-hmm. months and uh, 13 days ago, so or uh, 12 days ago, depending on what you are in the world at the moment, that would have been April 1st. <laughs> oh. It's when all these sites jumped on this. But this article that, you, that you've sent is from, the, it's from June, so yeah, they've obviously come up with a list from somewhere. But anyway, it, it, I would love it to happen. Because I, I really like She-Hulk, and I think it's mm-hmm. an interesting character to have, and she's got that whole kind of she's got the lawyer side of things along with like the superhero side of things, and it's a bit different from Daredevil because generally she uh, represents like powered people, yeah, rather than just like regular people, which is more kind of Daredevil's cup of tea. She's so kind of she's she, kind she, of the Harvey Birdman of the Marvel universe. Yes. Yes. So anyway, the the list in this comes from uh, geekreactive.net. Um, they've got uh, number one, uh, Katie Sackoff. I'm not a Katie Sackoff fan. Yeah, she's okay. I mean, I don't think that she would be suited to playing uh, Jennifer Walters, to be honest. She's statuesque. I'll give her that. But mm. I just, I don't know. She always came across as whiny to me. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I was never a fan of her. Hmm. And number two, Eliza Dushku. Faith from Buffy. Faith from Buffy, who I think would be absolutely perfect I, in the She-Hulk role. Yeah. And she, she was in that other Whedon show, wasn't she? Um, the she was one, in Dollhouse as Dollhouse, well. Dollhouse, yeah. 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 And she, she played good. many, many different personalities in Dollhouse. And it was actually yeah. a good show. And I, I am a fan of Eliza Dushku. I think she mm. would. I, I don't know if she's tall enough, but you know that's gonna. There's gonna be CG involved anyways. So, oh, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, look when obviously when she's Jen Walters normal, like she could do that to a T, and then they'd obviously have to involve some sort of CG for making her like Hulk out and whatnot. But I mean, they do that. They do that in the movies. However, 
like uh, in a TV show, there's probably not as much of a budget, especially if it's a Netflix show. Next, uh, next one is uh, Freema Agyeman. I'm not quite sure how to pronounce that, but uh, she was one of the doctor's assistants in Doctor Who. Okay. Is she tall so she enough? Is, she's a British actress. Um, probably, yeah. She's not like mass, like a giant or anything like that. But you would. The only problem with that, because she is African American, you would be altering the the origin of Jessica Walters because Jessica Walters is uh, the cousin of Bruce Banner. In the comics, true. I mean, they could still do that. However, yeah. however, it, it depends how they did the story. Because, like in some iterations of like the She-Hulk book, she's always green. True. So if she's always green, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like what, like uh, what color skin the actress has. True. She's always going to be green. But it just it would depend what they did in terms of the story for that. Um, number four, uh, Jessica Biel. I always thought. I, I mean, I don't know how tall she is, but she always came across to me as being petite. Maybe that's because yeah, I only uh, remember her from Seventh Heaven, and she was probably twelve years old or whatever. In it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not a big fan of Jessica Biel, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, number five, Olivia Wilde. Big fan of Olivia Wilde. Yep, Olivia Wilde is a very good actress, and uh, she she would be good in this role as well. Um, she kind of fits in the same role as like Eliza Dushka. Mm-hmm. Both of them would be absolutely perfect for this. And she's and the right. She's statuesque. Yep, and and they're both the kind of right age for for playing Jen Walls as well. Yeah. Um, and finally Anne Hathaway. Who I do not like Anne Hathaway at all. Mm. Mm, I don't. I mean, I know the name. I've probably seen her in something, but she I, was Catwoman in the the Batman Christopher Nolan movies. All right, I've never seen those. So, oh, she was. I didn't like it as Catwoman at all. So, okay, she was. Also, I'm sure she was in like the Princess Diaries. Is the the other thing that that she was in. All right. No, but I, yeah, not a fan of her at all. Olivia Wilde or Dushku were my two choices. Yep, me as well. <laughs> we're on the same page. Oh my god, <laughs> that never happens. No, it does not. <laughs> but yeah, um, I think that's all the news stories we had. All right. Well, then let's get into this week's episode of Daredevil. What's the, the title, Andy? <laughs> okay, so. This week's episode is uh, season two, episode five of Daredevil, and it was called Kimbaku. Yeah. Which I have no idea what Kimbaku is. Okay, well, well, if you do a Google search for it, yeah, the the top results for it come up as uh, Daredevil Kinbaku season bondage. <laughs> huh? No, 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 Kimbaku bondage. Okay. So. Kinbaku is the art of rope bondage. <laughs> okay. Uh, it does make sense in the episode, and we'll, we'll get to that when we talk about it, but I was like, oh my god, I can't believe I've Googled this. <laughs> I'm like, I bet, I, like, this, this is going to be bad. 
But yeah, I did not look at the image search for this. No. <laughs> so yes. Oh Come my, I did. <laughs> I don't think I want to. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> I've probably just gotten 50,000 viruses on my computer. <laughs> my computer now has an STD. Your computer is now tied in knots. Yes. So yeah, I would suggest possibly not Googling that one if you're, you're listening. At least not at work. Yeah, definitely not at work. No, do not go without your work. Do not. No, no. <laughs> HR will be all over your ass. Yes, you get pulled in for a meeting with management. So, uh, what's what's this Kinbaku you've been googling? <laughs> and you'll have you've to explain. You've been warned. And you are listening to Agents of Shield cast, and then and then we will be audited by the FBI, and oh, it'll be bad. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, um, so this episode starts off with a flashback where uh, we see Matt and Foggy uh, eating foie gras and, uh, and having beer at a fancy shindig. That they've which crashed. they're not invited to. Yes, they've crashed the party. Um, Matt kind of wanders off to look for more beer and uh, he sees Electra for the first time who vouches for him when a bouncer tries to throw him out. Which is kind of nice of her. Um, thanks, the lady. Day, yep, thanks, lady that I've never met before. And <laughs> in, in the present day, obviously, if you remember last week, Electra just showed up in Matt's apartment out of the blue. Uh, we see that she has come to see Matt to ask for his help cleaning up her dad's messes with Roxon, who, obviously, if you remember Roxon Oil, we've had them mentioned many times in the mm-hmm. in the MCU so far, most prominently in Agent Carter, where there was a whole big thing with uh, with Peggy Carter. What's uh, your name, have, darling? Uh, yeah, exactly, that guy. And uh, they have been uh, seen kicking about in uh, Ains of Shield as well. There's been a few, like, uh, rocks on oil petrol stations and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Or gas stations, as, as you guys call them. <laughs> but yeah, basically she needs a lawyer. <laughs> That's why she's there to see him. And uh, uh, Matt mentions that they have uh, very different ideas of uh, of fun <laughs> referring to a, a previous incident which we'll find out more about as we go on um, Matt just tells her to get out and she leaves um, Matt goes to the office the next morning we see that the papers are all uh, running stories on the Punisher being caught and whatnot, and uh, they, they have the Punisher punished headline Typical New York headline yeah. Yep <laughs> Good bit of alliteration Um and Karen is kind of awkward with Matt when she comes in, because obviously they had their, their little moment with the erotic raindrops the previous <laughs> night. <laughs> I forgot about the erotic raindrops. <laughs> Damn you, Andy, for um, bringing them up again. <laughs> Every episode. <laughs> um, but yeah, she uh, she says that she doesn't need a, a lecture about breaking into Frank's house, because she shows them the, the picture of him and his kids that she stole from his house. She's a little bit insensitive of her, but uh, she does think that there's more to the, the Punisher story uh, slash case. Because, I mean, she's kind of gone a bit journalistic here rather than lawyerish. Like, mm. <laughs> she's not doing any lawyery things. Like, how does this benefit the law firm in any way? It, it doesn't. Like, this is, a, this is a newspaper thing that she's doing. It's more of a... I would almost say private detective uh, or maybe even a 
Basically, just trying to help out uh, a fellow human or something to that effect, maybe. You know what I'm getting at here? Yep, yep. Um, Good Samaritan... She realizes, uh, you know, there's more to us. I don't see it as a journalistic thing as much as she sees she sees somebody getting railroaded and realizes there's more to the story. Yep. But um, Karen and Matt are still on for for dinner, even mm-hmm. though he's not happy that she broke into uh, Frank's house. Uh, Foggy has Foggy finds out that someone's deposited money in the bank, and. Uh, Upon hearing this, Matt gets all shifty, obviously realizing that it's Electra that's deposited this money. And uh, it's like, it's a new client, um, don't touch the money, I need to go. <laughs> then leaves. So we then see uh, a flashback, more of this uh, fancy party, where we see that Electra doesn't like Matt ordering for her. And instead of having what she'd had previously, she has a tequila, uh, I think some mes- mezcal. Mezcal, yeah. I, I believe is expensive tequila. Yeah. I can't say I've ever had it. I do not like tequila at all. Okay. <laughs> um she she is uh, quite observant and uh she basically paints Matt out as being uh, pretty and dumb. <laughs> but uh, he says, Oh, the game's just beginning and uh she he perceives that she is bored and that she needs the unexpected. So they go off to have an adventure. And uh, so they go outside and she says to him, on your left, which mm-hmm. which was, uh, I don't know if it was a direct nod to it, but it does happen in Captain America, uh, the Winter Soldier. Okay. If you remember the, yeah. the beginning scene of that when Captain laps around the, the pool and he's uh, overtaking uh, Falcon over and over and he keeps saying to him, on your left. It's like, oh. It's no, like, I think you're reaching. Well, it's 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 the identical piece of dialogue. They've just stolen it. <laughs> You're reaching. Moving on. But anyway, um, she she has this ridiculous uh, red sports car, which is uh is hers until they get caught. So <laughs> I don't know if it's actually hers or if she's just kind of being coy about it. Um, now back in the back in the present day, and I believe this did happen in the comics where they went for like a joyride in some red sports car. Okay, I'll take your word for it. I I know a little bit about Elektra, but she was never one of my favorite characters. Yes, I have her first appearance. Mm. Nice, but yeah, I believe that did happen in the comic books, and uh, like Matt and, <laughs> and Elektra did get into a lot of escapades mm. over the years. Yes, the uh, in, in the present day, the ADA comes to. I keep forgetting this guy's name, but uh, the assistant district attorney comes to visit Nelson and Murdoch, and he talks with Foggy. Uh, he tells Foggy that he wants the the Grotto Files, but they don't have a subpoena. Basically, he wants them to be handed over off the books, which Foggy's like, no, give me the subpoena. Or I'm like, I could get disbarred for doing this. I'll just go buy the book. <laughs> Um, but if he gives them, if he gives the files over, uh, Nelson and Murdoch will be taken off the DA's shit list. <laughs> There's an actual list. <laughs> it kind of sounds like there is, doesn't it? I'm quite sure she's got like a oh, board in her office somewhere. There, there's a got, list. And it's got a list of these people. He's like, I hate him. I hate him. 
This woman had this woman grinds axes. Mm-hmm. No doubt yeah, about foggy. it. <laughs> but yeah, Foggy refuses um, refuses to do so until uh, he brings a subpoena for the files. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, attorney-client privilege, of course, even though he's dead. Uh, the ADA then says that Reyes is going to run them over like a tank. And Foggy's like, well, you keep saying that and yet still kind of here. <laughs> so I, I really liked Foggy. Um, Foggy's grown a pair this year. Yeah, he has. He's just like, yeah, just do your worst. Come on, keep trying. Uh, meanwhile, Matt goes to the uh, Yakitomo building, which is where Electra's having a meeting that she wanted him to attend. And we see a bit of a flashback here with uh, Electra and Matt breaking into the gym that Matt's dad used to train in. And Fogwells. He used to tra- yeah, Fogwells, that's it, yeah. I, do you know what? Like, I couldn't remember the name of it, and I didn't catch it because they smashed the glass with the name on the gym. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm sure, I'm sure Chip will remember. <laughs> Uh, she asks him how a blind man boxes, and Matt's like, no, no, he doesn't box. I don't box. I just come here for the, the smell of sweat and the, the, the sound of the chains and to remember his dad. And he kind of tells her a bit about his dad and how uh, it was someone called uh, Roscoe Sweeney who ordered the hit on him. It was like a, it was some sort of mob boss back in the day, and he tried to find this guy when he was younger, but he disappeared. He went off the grid. Uh, she tries to She tries to hit him at this point and uh, he manages to dodge and uh, block her uh, we find out that she's trained in capoeira and Muay Thai or Muay or whatever it's called one of, one of these fancy martial arts yeah Muay Thai uh, yeah yeah I'm, so not, the, I'm not going to try to pronounce it <laughs> yeah they then spar they kind of fight then kiss and uh, slow motion fuck in the ring but with no raindrops no, 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 no erotic raindrops. <laughs> no, but it was very weird. How it was slow motion. It like, was. I, I thought they kind of like they could have done without the slow motion completely. Yeah. To be honest, I don't know why they did that. Like, oh, we need this episode to be thirty seconds longer. Just slow that scene down. They're like, okay, like. But that makes it artistic, yeah. Andy. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> there, like they're just like fighting and then and then they have sex in a boxing ring. There's nothing artistic about that <laughs> at all. It makes it dramatic. Uh, it makes it poignant. It's bullshit. Yeah, it, they're just horny and having sex because mm. that's what young people do, you know. Because <laughs> obviously it's a flashback, and mm. this is when Matt's still at college and whatnot. Yeah, I love his um, hair haircut in uh, the flashbacks. <laughs> The the yeah, and it, the mop top. Yep, it may because I mean, did like Matt has had that haircut in the comics before, mm-hmm. and it it looks very silly, like uh, in real life. His haircut in uh, in the present day is fine. It's a normal looking haircut, and this one is just like, what are you doing? Like, fix that. Daddy long legs, go away. Um. Okay, so. Uh, back in the present day, we see Matt stash his cane and then climb up a scaffold onto a roof so that he can observe Electra's meeting with the rocks on board. Uh, she she does see him out the corner of her eye as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I liked it when he stashed the cane. like He's just like, Boop, I'll just put it up there, get it later. And then he's just like, parkours his way up the side of this building. 
Karen then uh, Karen goes to see the boss of the newspaper, the bulletin that uh, Ben Urich worked for, and I forget the the newspaper editor's name, but he's the guy with the he's kind of bald and he's got the big beard. All right. Yeah, I don't recall his name either, and I don't think they said it. No, I don't think they said it in this episode, but we'll, we'll, we'll come back to you on, the, on on that one next, possibly next episode, or down the line when he pops back into the show. Um, Karen apologises for her behaviour at the funeral because she was kind of a dick to him because she thought he was a, a bad guy. I mean, he wasn't. He was, there was... It was another person at the, uh, the paper that was a bad guy. I think it was a, a lady whose name yep. we never got. Yes. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Her, her no name. <laughs> so, uh, Kat, uh, so she says that the article that they posted about the Punisher was incorrect, incorrect by omission because they didn't mention about his uh, military career or his family. Um but the editor's like, well, we looked into his military record and we see that he enlisted, but there's no record of him ever serving. So maybe his military records are classified, or maybe they've been expunged or something, or redacted, one of those big fancy government words. And so she tells him about his family and how she thinks that they've quite probably been murdered and he was injured in the, the incident as well. Um, if she does manage to find a story, uh, the editor agrees that the well, the editor agrees that she can look through their archives and she finds a story. The uh, bulletin gets the exclusive on it. However, there's one slight hitch with that because the the incident, obviously the uh, the Battle of New York, has uh, wiped out all of their servers, so there's no digital records. However, all the hard copies are there for her to look through. Yay. <laughs> Thumbing through old newspapers. The joys. <laughs> so she starts to rifle her way through the, the papers to, to find some... Find some old articles about... Potentially about this, anyway. Mm -hmm. Now, uh, back over at the Yakutoma building, Electra goes into the meeting and activates a pen device... Uh, the whole board of the Roxxon company then gets called at once and there's something some about the servers being attacked and Electra gets ushered out. Well, this has gone on, Foggy meets with Marcy at Josie's. We've not seen Marcy for a while. No. But it's good to see her back. you in a very, very small role in this episode. Um, he, he does, he, I think it's like a martini uh, with a an olive in it, yeah, a grey olive. Yeah, olive. That was, that was uh, the nastiest is, thing ever. <laughs> which is absolutely not normal. Like, <laughs> like, and Foggy's like, uh, he takes the olive out of the drink before she yeah. arrives, and he's like, yeah, they didn't have any olives. Sorry. <laughs> and we find out that she's now working at H, C, and B. Yep. Okay, which I believe is Hogarth's. Yes, law it form. is. Which I can't. What's the actual name of it? Uh yeah. I, I I picked up on the H in that the reason it is Hogarth's firm is because they say one of our clients, Jessica Jones. Hmm. Yep. So. Um. H C and B Hogarth, Chow and Benowitz. There we go. 
So definitely, and uh, de- she definitely works for Hogarth's company. Cool. So guys, um, we had to record this show over two nights because Andy lost his internet in the middle of the show last night. And there's probably a little scratchy mess already in here, but um, so we're just going to pick up where we left off. And Andy, uh, I went back, <laughs> we actually have a, another five or ten minutes, but that came out as total crap, so uh, <laughs> we're, we're going to move back a little bit. We had just finished where Foggy had met Marcy at the bar, they had talked about uh, well, they had some little chit chat and some flirty, flirty, and then um, and Foggy took out the gray olive, and <laughs> before she saw that, because she'd probably run out of the place screaming, uh, I think I would too, and <laughs> that uh, Nelson and Murdoch is bleeding clients, and you were just starting to talk about the fact that uh, Reyes is. Basically, trying to build her, build, uh, take a shot at running for the mayor, and she's going to do that by putting the Punisher behind bars, and she's going to, you know, this it's going. She is going to be a hardcore vigil, take a hardcore vigilante stance. Yeah, so she's going to try and take down. Well, obviously, they're going to take down the Punisher. Right. Uh, then going to try and take down uh, Jessica Jones as well. And then the, the horny guy. Being, and then that horny guy, yeah. Daredevil. <laughs> who who was horny in this episode and last? <laughs> yeah. These erotic raindrops. <laughs> yes, the erotic raindrop. You you gotta bring it up every time. <laughs> we already have our erotic dr- raindrop uh, reference for this show. It was just yesterday. <laughs> yeah, honest, right, yeah. So anyways, so uh that's where that's kind of where we left off. What happened after that, Andy? So yeah, we, we didn't see that uh, Karen hasn't found anything on the Castle Mother while she's been looking for the newspaper archives. The uh, newspaper editor, however, does remember some gang-on-gang violence from back then that happened in Central Park, and it was the cartel, the Irish, and the Dogs of Hell all gunning each other down in a, a bit of a massacre. A lot of uh, people died, but they were all gang members, so no one cared, except for the gangs. But all this happened at the Carousel, which it's a bit of a coincidence that these are the people that the Punisher has been going after, and this is a place that he is, uh, his family's been, and he's remembered with them and whatnot. And we saw the Punisher there uh, earlier in the season as well. So they kind of put two and two together and realized that uh, the Punisher is, must have been there, and this is probably where his family was murdered. Right. So we then see uh, Karen and Matt having their date. It's not going uh, well. It's not going well. It's at a very, very fancy upmarket restaurant. And they uh, they ask each other about how their days were. And they both lie, saying that nothing exciting happened. Because obviously she doesn't want to tell him that she's been investigating the, the Punisher stuff more. And he doesn't want to tell her that he's been uh, floating around following after his ex-girlfriend. <laughs> So they're like, yeah, nothing happened. Nope, nope, nothing to see here. Yeah, that could be a difficult conversation. Yeah, you don't, you don't. It's not good first date convo no, at all. No. 
So uh, Karen nips off, presumably to go to the toilet, although she doesn't say, um, and she just tells Matt to order her something fantastic. I was like, please order Ben Grimm. Please order Ben Grimm. Oh. <laughs> but he didn't. Oh, Jesus Christ, Andy. <laughs> so he was, uh, he, he kind of asks the waiter for like tips on what wine to order, but the waiter has brought him a phone call from Electra. And he tells her to go to hell, and she fires him. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we uh, we see then see a bit of a flashback to Matt and Electra. Um, we get the, uh, the the epic line driving under the influence of blindness is illegal. I believe it is. Actually, <laughs> I had an uncle that was legally blind that uh, used to drive all over town. No joke. Hmm. And but I, ta- I take it he could actually like see. I, I never really figured I, he was a great uncle, but um, mm. I have no idea how much he could see. But he'd bitch about my windshield being dirty from time to time. <laughs> well, he must have been able to see that. Then. I, or maybe he just, I, he was maybe he leg- just assumed. <laughs> he was he was legally blind. <laughs> but I mean, do you know, what? I wouldn't mind if it was Daredevil driving me about because he has the kind of extra sensory perception. Maybe he had radar sense. I have no idea. I mean, he was the inspiration for the other. That's what it is. Could be. <laughs> Thanks. My blind he uncle Don. He and uh, he. They took his license away. I do do know that he did not have a license, but that mm. didn't stop him from driving. <laughs> That's quite remarkable. Did, no. did he ever cr- crash his car? No. I don't think so. Maybe finally so. he did, and he finally uh, gave up. I mean, it was a minor thing, but hmm. yeah, that's quite remarkable. If he's literally blind and still able to drive. He is Daredevil, or was Daredevil? Yeah, there we go. Thanks. Um, but yeah, we see Electra and Matt breaking into a house that belongs to one of uh, Electra's dad's friends, who's away in Monte Carlo. Uh, she kind of talks about them getting married and having kids and stuff like that. Uh, Matt pours the worst glass of champagne ever. He is a terrible, terrible barman. And Electra smashes glasses. Because that's what you do. <laughs> she's just, she's a freak. She really is. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I don't care. I just do what I want. Like, oh, there's a glass. I'll smash it. Do you know what I like, I think I've tiled, spoiled brat. Yeah, do you know, like, I don't, I wouldn't ever break into someone's house, but I think if I did, I would, like, enjoy their house, do you know what I mean? I wouldn't just, I wouldn't trash it. <laughs> True. Like, I mean, this person has a lot of fineries, and you could just, you could have a nice time there and leave it just the mm-hmm. way it was. That's fine. <laughs> Respect um, the house you're breaking into. That's what I always exactly. did. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> um, Matt then joins in with the uh, breaking of the glasses. Uh, he's obviously like being uh, led a bit astray by Electra because he's he, he's a nice a nice lad, <laughs> and she's a bad girl. Like, she is a bad girl, but we like the bad girls. Um, yeah. <laughs> she's also Greek, right? I mean, yeah, she's it, Greek. Yeah. So I mean, it is a Greek tradition to break glasses, like at. Is it not plates? Oh, okay, plates, glasses. I think it's I think it's plates, but I mean, when you've got like thousand dollar crystal glasses ah fuck it just smash them (laughs) plus she doesn't like to go by the norm she likes to do things differently so glasses it is there we go (laughs) Um, at this point someone comes home 
And Electra's like, oh, I'll just go and explain to him that I've just been wrecking his house. <laughs> but she goes and beats this guy up. And it turns out that this guy is actually Roscoe Sweeney, who is the guy who had Daredevil's dad killed. Right. So we'll, we'll come back to that flashback in a minute. But uh, back in the present day, Matt and Karen decide that they don't like the fancy restaurant and leave. And they instead, I think it's mostly because Matt doesn't like the fact that uh, Electra's influencing his date <laughs> by phoning phoning him when he's out having dinner. <laughs> it's making things awkward. Yes. So instead they go to a cheap Indian restaurant. And I thought it was Mexican. No, it was it was definitely Indian. It was Indian. It did. It did look. I thought it was it looked like a Chinese <laughs> or like a Mexican, but it was definitely an Indian restaurant because Karen uh-huh. uh, said that it it was an Indian restaurant. So yeah, I was trying to figure uh, out what the hell they were eating, and I couldn't understand what she said. And I mean, I if it's Indian, I'm, I'm, go ahead. yeah, I'm I'm not sure what exactly it was they were eating, but it looked a bit like tikka masala. Okay. But I don't know that you get that over there. Yes, we do. You do? Okay. Yeah. Because that's, that's a Scottish dish. My, my, my wife hates Indian mm. food. <laughs> Let me clear, be clear about that. Uh, <laughs> but she absolutely hates Indian food. And uh, so we don't I, – I rarely get to eat it. And I was like, well, gee, we're going to be in New York in October. i got to find this restaurant. Yeah, yeah, because like Karen describes it to him, and like mm. you kind of see the camera pan around it a bit, mm. and it looks like absolutely mental. Mm. It's crazy. There are just there are about eight million lights on this roof. Yeah, I don't know why, but they're just like everywhere you look, there is lights all hey, over the roof, just like hanging down. Hey, it's very real. It's kitsch. It's uh, ambiance. Ambiance. It is. Something, you know, something different, something kind of cool to an extent. Uh, you know, uh, that would be a restaurant if it wasn't Indian. I would probably go to. In fact, I'd probably bring Normie because I think, because um, I know they didn't get in because neither of them re- followed the instructions properly. But um, uh, that would be that would be a restaurant that I would uh, suggest that uh, Normie... Eli and I meet up at for Comic Con this year because they are going to come in to, come in and we're going to do the dinner thing again. But um, yeah, definitely you should try and you should try and find that. Well, my wife won't eat Indian, so <laughs> not a not a shot. <laughs> we went we once uh, when we were. I, I always I don't know if I should be telling these stories or not, but. Uh, we we went we went to um when we were looking for a house you know 15 16 years ago um one of the houses we looked at was owned by uh an indian family mm-hmm. and you could uh, you could still sm- you could just smell the curry yeah. in the house and it, it it was a nice house, but it turned my wife off to it. I talked to I talked to uh, a friend of mine who did buy a house from uh, an Indian couple. Mm-hmm. He goes he goes ten even ten years after they had bought the, their house on um, uh, hot days the curry just uh, 
the, the heat just brings the curry out of the walls. Mm. Do you know, I don't think I would mind that. I like curry. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I'd want to s- smell curry all the time. But I'd be like, oh, curry. <laughs> I'll have a curry. <laughs> so, all right. So, all right. If they're at an Indian restaurant, I will not be going there for, at Comic-Con this year. Okay. But um, it, it reminded me of uh, a pub in Edinburgh. I can't, I can't remember what it's called, but I went to this pub in Edinburgh a couple of years ago, mm-hmm. and it was like that. They had just, like, things stuck to the roof. And mm-hmm. it was, like, it wasn't lights. It was just random shit. So they had, like, tankards and cups and glasses and plates and toys and just anything that you could possibly stick to mm-hmm. the roof was stuck to the roof. And the entire roof was covered in crap. And <laughs> it was mental. Even the toilet, <laughs> like just covered and stuff. And I'm like, I wonder how many people have been like hit by falling debris. <laughs> <laughs> there was a restaurant in, uh, where, where were we? Uh, San Diego, uh, when we were in the the Mexican or Spanish area of uh, San Diego that uh, that re- uh, the restaurant on the show reminded me of. Hmm. It was a it was a, sp- a Mex- Spanish or Mexican restaurant that had been recommended mm. to us, and it was pretty cool. Mm. But yeah, so they they have a they have a nice day at the the Indian restaurant. They're much more at home, and they're they're much more comfortable there in each other's company. Mm-hmm. Um, and Matt walks Karen home at the end of the day, and they they sit on the stoop and kiss, and she invites him up, but he says, "No, no, 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 not tonight," because he doesn't want to bring disaster to their perfect night. Oh, what a romantic guy. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it's because he's, like, I think if this was just, like, a random date, he'd have probably went up, but because he's known her before and, like, he does like her a lot, he's trying to take it slow, which is fair enough. Mm. But she's like, no, I have erotic raindrops, come up. <laughs> and and he, he's still got to go hook up with Electra. Yes, yes, yeah. And so, yeah, he walks away. Uh, we then see a flashback where... We see that Roscoe is tied up, uh, Kinbaku style. <laughs> <laughs> Electra right, likes the, kim, the Kinbaku, I think. She likes the Kinbaku. Yeah, I wonder where she, she Kinbaku ba- <laughs> like, like no one else. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this guy had, uh, had gone on the ground um, and was living under the alias of Al Moreno, which sounds like a douchebag name. And that's why uh, Matt could never find him. Electra slaps him with a knife. Just like slaps him in the face with a knife. <laughs> I thought it was quite funny. And uh, Matt punches him in the face a few times and breaks his nose, and then beats his face to a pulp. And he's kind of like he's had his fill. He's like, okay, this that's me punch the guy. I've I've let it out. I'm ha- I'm happy now. Well, not happy, but. I'm okay now. Um, but Electra wants him to kill Roscoe, and she gives Matt the knife. But Matt, being the the guy that he does, he's the guy that he is. He's not like although he's been led to this kind of bad side by Electra, he's not quite that bad. He's not ready to step over that ledge. So he drops the knife and walks away to call the cops. And while he's doing that, Electra just leaves. She's got issues. Yeah, she's got uh, bad girl issues. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> like, not not as, like, kind of evil almost. Like, I mean, this guy deserves to be punished for sure, but uh, and being that Matt's a lawyer, like, he wants him to be punished through the courts and, like, he phones the police and tells them 
this wanted criminal was here. Come and get him. Okay, he's been beaten up a bit, but uh, wasn't wasn't me, Your Honor. I was not. I was never there. I'm sure he was gone before they even showed up. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would, I would assume so. Yeah, otherwise he would, would probably not be a lawyer. <laughs> so uh, in the present day, uh, after having left Karen on the stoop, saying that he want, didn't want his perfect night, their perfect night to be ruined, he then goes to visit his ex-girlfriend Electra at her place. Uh, he asks her why she took him to the mansion, like Roscoe's mansion. She's like, oh, for fun. And she says that she loved the glorious darkness inside of him. But they don't get to have too much more of a chat about that because someone is coming to attack her. Probably, it's probably the, the Yakuza and she knew that, that they would come come after her and she also knew that he'd come too. And she proves this by uh, pulling out his daredevil gear of a bag <laughs> that she's obviously stolen from his apartment. and oh, then put- I thought it was a bag he brought with him or something and... Oh no no! no. <laughs> this was here. <laughs> no, uh, he didn't. He didn't go home. He went straight there because he was stealing his, uh, mm. like his suit from the date and everything. So yeah, she'd stolen his daredevil gear from the apart from his apartment and uh, brought it to hers, and she then pulls up her own face mask after having gone and like put her her gear on, and gets ready to fight. And this and the episode ended there, which was incredibly annoying because it wasn't. Mm-hmm. This wasn't the best episode. There wasn't a lot of like good stuff in it. And I was like, oh, here we go, a great fight to end the ep- No, then, done. Well, yeah, I don't think he was Daredevil for a second in this week's episode. Nope, no, not one bit. <clears throat> and definitely a bit of a letdown after uh, after the last two episodes were so good and, like, the dialogue and the fights and everything were amazing. Well, I think, you know... That was the the end of the first Punisher story arc. Yep. Yep. So, absolutely. you know, so now you now now we kind of have to start over again. Hmm. And so, while I agree with you, it's not the way I would. I mean, it wasn't the greatest episode, hmm. but at the same time, it was it was needed because we needed to, you know, the Punisher's put away. The story is quote unquote over. Um, and we, now we have to, now we're going to learn, meet Electra and learn about her. So it's going to take an episode or two to get this story up and running, just like in a comic book. Yeah. I mean, I just think I would have been more okay with it if they, they'd say they could have sped up that sex scene and then had the five minute (laughs) fight at the end. (laughs) Okay. Like rather than, rather than having that slow-mo. And I think the episode would have benefited a lot from that and it. It kind of ended just like, oh, yeah, this is good. Oh, no, 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 that's it done. And you need to wait till the next one to see the fight. Obviously, obviously, because the Netflix is there. You mm-hmm. could watch it straight away. But I actually did. Because of the, <laughs> because, yeah, because of the way we're watching it, or mm. certainly that I'm watching it this time, I won't see it for a week. I'm like, <laughs> fuck, I want to watch this fight. <laughs> And obviously that's what you did. That's probably what most people did. Is just went straight on and watched the next one. Yeah, it, because of the way... Basically, because of the way we, it ended. It's like, well, it's still early. Let's do another one, dear. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> what um, So, what, what did you think of this episode overall? What did you think of, of Electra meeting her for the first time? She's hot. <laughs> 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 can't deny that um 
I think they're playing her right. Mm. I think her hair is uh, the wrong style from the comic, but other than that, I, I, I always thought she had longer, or, I don't, I don't, it just, her hair just doesn't look right to me, but that's, you know, that's being nitpicky. Um... Mm. She was, I mean, like I said, I, I have a lot of Electra. I've read some, but she was never somebody that I really got all that much into. Yep. So, uh, you know, it was like she, she was there. She, you know, she's part of the thing. She was a cool ninja. Really didn't care about her backstory all that much. Um. So I, I mean. But so far, I like it, and, you know, like I said, I kind of like uh, that she's brought out Matt's bad boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Selling the flashbacks. Yeah. He's, de- he's definitely gone away from from that in the, in the present day. But she's still obviously got a hold over him, otherwise he wouldn't be, like, running around the city after her. Right. And I think... Um I mean, I, I like his attitude towards her. Get out. Mm. Yep. You know, I mean, uh, he's not... Well, you know, uh, when I've run into ex-girlfriends, I think I've been slightly politer to them. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's like, oh, no. <laughs> you're, you're the crazy bitch. Get out. <laughs> so... Um, but, uh, you know, I, overall, I dug the episode, um, I was, I, I, I'm kind of glad they're doing the, um, doing smaller stories instead of, uh, you know, a 13 episode thing. I mean, yes, there is a story and we're starting to kind of get an idea of, I think, who the bad guy is, Reyes. Um, but, and I might be even wrong with that, but, um, it's, uh, I, I, I kind of like the fact that we, uh, do have more bite size stories this time. Hmm. Yeah. I'm enjoying the way they're doing the pacing and stuff like that as well. Apart from that this episode should have ended with a fight. Well, I think. What we see a lot of times with Daredevil is they always try and do... The, I mean, there is a formula to an extent, but at the same time, there's also... Uh, they also try and mix things up from time to time. Yep. And uh, not stick to the same rhythm and the same story uh, mechanics and uh, mix it up that way. And I think that's what they're doing here. Hmm. But yeah, I thought Electra was really well done. Um, I didn't like the look of her at all in the uh, in the trailers and stuff like that, and I was very skeptical about whether or not she, she uh, I can't remember the actress's name, but whether or not she would be able to pull off Electra. Mm-hmm. But when you actually see her in the role, you're like, oh yeah, it's Electra. Like, of course. <laughs> well, I think I think she kind of has a fat face, but she has a very felt body. <laughs> I don't know if she's got a fat face. I, like. Well, I, I, that might have been from when the end of last episode when we first see her for the first time and she, mm. she goes, hello, Matthew. She kind of seemed to have a pudgy face to me. I mean, I'm, yes, I'm being 
ridiculous well, here. But. I mean, she's got a kind of square jaw, and the lighting isn't yeah, good. And yeah. That. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, so far it's worked, and like I said, I've actually seen the next episode. I got to rewatch it because I was kind of multitasking at the time. But uh, yeah, overall, you know, I, I, I like where they're going with this. It's also a different style story. I'm not happy that they brought back the the flashbacks. You know, I like the, that the first four epos, episodes didn't feel like Arrow, but mm-hmm. um, you know, it'll work. Yeah, I mean, I do. I do think they needed to have the flashbacks yeah. though, just to show yeah. Matt and Electra's relationship. And it, it, the flashbacks make sense here, whereas mm-hmm. in Arrow, they don't a lot of the time, especially the Hong Kong ones. What the fuck was happening there? Yeah, we we're not getting into that. <laughs> no. <laughs> Go and listen to Stalling City Radio. <laughs> if it ever comes back. Yeah. Oh, really? All the episodes have covered all those terrible yeah, Hong yeah, Kongness. True. <laughs> so, hey, um, I don't recall having any um, new reviews when I looked last night. So nope. I'm going to assume we don't have any tonight. But uh, we do have we have a couple tweets and we have a contest to pay off on. Mm-hmm. Because a couple weeks ago we decided that uh, our outro sucks. <laughs> yep. So and I said if somebody gives us an outro that we decide to use, and I have not asked Andy beforehand, so this could this could blow up in our faces. We'll have to put up like a Facebook poll if 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 this doesn't work. But uh, we have two entries, one from James Warren and one from Stephen Almy. Uh, James Warren suggests that we end the episodes with "Be good, devil worshippers." <laughs> and Stephen Almy came up with "Remember." We're all only one bad day away from being the Punisher. Do you have a favorite, Andy? Oh, I like that second one. That okay. second one's good. Good, yeah. it's unanimous. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna. I will uh, send. I'll try and send Stephen Elmy uh, a direct message. Get his uh, T-shirt size and address, and we will send you a box of crap. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> um, and I think we're I think we're finally done. It only took us about twenty four hours to record this episode, Andy. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long a long episode. <laughs> <laughs> Our longest one yet. Yeah, forty two level one Pfft, pussies. We did. We had a twenty four hour episode, motherfuckers. <laughs> so, all right. Uh, so we will be back next week with the next with the next episode. I've already, like I said, I've already seen it. Uh, kind of cool, but we'll get into that then. And remember, people, we're all just one bad day away from being the Punisher. See you next week.
Hello, howlers, and welcome to another episode of crap. <laughs> An episode of crap? Oh my god. Uh, yes, it's the Costa Rican Armored Patrol. Uh, no, what is it? Uh, what, what, what's the name of the show again? Oh, that's right, Men with Fear. <laughs> More beverage. And in three, two, one. Hello, howlers, and welcome to another episode of Hell's Kitchen Cast. Fuck! Wow. <laughs> we wow. went now. Okay. We've gone full porno. <laughs> hey, this episode is the most sex we've had in a Daredevil episode yet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Three, two, one. Hello, howlers, and welcome to another episode of Hell's Kitchen Cast. <clears throat> I am so fucking brain dead tonight. Three, two, one. <laughs> wow. Three, two, one. Hello, howlers, and welcome to an. <laughs> this, is, this is horrible. All right. <laughs> well, you got you got your outro shit for the week. That's for sure. Oh yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. Let's not do the icy. Let's try some coffee. Maybe that'll work instead. Two fisting. Three, two, one. <laughs>